This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hi, and welcome back. I am super excited because over the next few weeks, we're going to share with you some real-life entrepreneur stories from some of our members that have done an amazing job to adjust their businesses and be so adaptable to the current situation. And first up, we've got Hannah, an amazing entrepreneur who runs Aura Studios, and she's sharing her story and her insights. So let's jump straight in. Hey, Hannah, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thanks so much for having me. And especially also, I know in these crazy times, you are also in a business where you were probably working day and night and have been to adjust your offering and to thrive potentially in these times. So just so that our listeners know a little bit more about you, I mentioned already in the introduction, you're one of our members in the Clever Bunch and you're one of the business owners that has adjusted so quickly to the current times to really reinvent some of your products and your offerings. So before we go into that, can you share a little bit about your business Aura Studio Studios and just why did you choose this kind of business? How did you get into it? Sure. Um, so I have Aura Studios, which is a fashion and clothing brand. Um, I pretty much always knew I would have a business for some reason and I did commerce and then went into a design degree and then I decided to transition as soon as I kind of finished up with that design into my brand. Um, so at Aura Studios we look at creating timeless quality pieces and also challenging traditions but um, a big value of mine is um, the environment and sustainability so we're just trying to have as light an impact as we can on the planet. I love that. And and were you always very clear on your proposition when you start? How long ago did you start? So I launched in August 2019. So I've been working on it for a year. Yeah. Did you always have that clarity on on the proposition and the values? And you know, you say timeless pieces. Was that always something that you knew that you wanted to do? I think that it it's always like it's almost my personal values are coming through in my design and um, more and more knowledge about the current environment and situations going on it just comes it becomes stronger and stronger and clearer and clearer as I know many other businesses um, mission and values will evolve and yeah and especially also now I, I what I'm seeing with a lot of businesses and a lot of our clever bunch members is that because of what we're going through and you know, we have to rethink the business models. A lot of our members are also rethinking their purpose again. Why am I doing this again? And and really almost stripping it all back to the core again, which is so important also when it comes to marketing. When you first set up this business, what were some of your biggest challenges? Which, of course, the, the challenges changed a little bit, but what were some of your biggest challenges and the lessons that you learned? I think, obviously, in the setup, I felt almost like I had a blank canvas. So I had to really find suppliers and establish processes. And there's so many options out there. You're not really sure which one to go with. But um, I I found out going along that you just have to try different 
try different options and see what best works for your company. And how did you find your suppliers? Um, so I pretty much doing research. I'm, I'm my star sign is actually Libran, so I have to go through all the options and weigh up everything, which is a good thing because um, I feel like I make the right decision. But sometimes it takes a lot of time. Um, so yeah, just going around and and getting samples and um, just doing research and almost just trusting your gut to to make the right decision. And are these where are the suppliers located? So uh, my fabric suppliers are in Sydney um, and then I have, I source different notions such as buttons from overseas as well, but I try and keep everything local. So I make in the studio and I have, um, I'm starting to reach out to local manufacturers to keep everything um, local. Yeah, which again is, is part of your positioning is that your studio is supporting the local economy here in Australia, which is very different to companies that are importing a lot from, from China or, or, or Bali or Thailand or Vietnam or the different places where people manufacture. What was your decision to keep it local? And do you sometimes think that maybe you should just go to some of these cheaper places or what, what was your reasoning behind it? Because it's very smart the way that you go about it. I think it's it's in my values as well to support local and um, keep everything a bit closer. You can control it a bit more. Uh, I know, like I'm I'm able to change designs or really quickly, and I can if something's missing, I can run it to the manufacturer. So I think it's it's definitely in the values, but also we at a time now we need to support locally, and there's some amazing businesses you can get a lot of products here even I get my um, swing tags and my labels printed in Australia so just like if you have a look around there's definitely options excellent and where do you currently sell is it through e-commerce or what, what are your avenues and um, so I I've done a pop-up and I've been in a few stockists but unfortunately they're closed so I'm just selling online at the moment at yeah. my website and and on that we we're gonna go into the online for some of the listeners that are potentially starting an e-commerce business or are a little bit newer to it. What would you tell them on how to get people to stock their their merchandise? I mean, right now, of course, we're a little bit in a in a hold holding pattern. But once things are up and running again, what was your strategy to get people to stock your jewelry and fashion? Uh, I think it's almost about building connections. So my stockers that I have had previously are people I've known for a few years um, and they're great people. So I, I definitely choose and they choose you because you have a good connection um, and then you know that, that you can trust them and they can trust you. So, yeah, that's the avenue that I've been down. But definitely I think it everyone should be open to approaching people and seeing if something comes up. And is it about building these relationships and staying in touch with people and sending them samples or is that, did you do anything like that to, to nurture uh, these relationships? I think, I think definitely like visiting, um, visiting the stores and uh, just staying in contact. Instagram's a great platform as well to stay in contact and, 
um, yeah. So we'll we'll um, let's talk a little bit about your new offering that you have created for the current times, and then I would love to talk a little bit more about your best marketing campaigns to date. So let's start with the new offering. What what have you done thus far because of of the offering changing? Sure. Um, I would probably mix this one in with a marketing campaign and what I've done to change. So I was looking at the current times and just thinking how I could help. Um, and so I launched the Kind bracelets, which are a set of two crescent-shaped bracelets cut from one silver circle. And I send one to you and one to your friend, um, family member or partner. And I just felt like in this time, in this in this time of isolation, we really need to keep that connection going. So it was a way to bring connectivity and kind share kindness um, to people. Yeah. And then in terms of marketing, how did you get it out? Uh, so marketing, I actually just used Instagram at the moment. Um, so just promoting on my stories. I do a lot of process videos as well. And I think that's really important to communicate the process of how things are made. I make the jewellery um, and clothing in my studio. So I think it's really interesting and it brings a greater connection um, to people. That's, I love that idea. So you basically film how you or, or some of your team are creating a piece of clothing or jewellery and then you share this on your social media channels. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just me in my studio. Um, so I film myself and... I love that. Yeah. That's excellent. Are there any other marketing chat, uh, channels or, or campaigns that you would love to share? Um, so we're, we're actually about to launch The Kind Stories. Um, so we'll be sharing a few stories from The Kind bracelets about who have bought them, which I'm really excited about. It's really nice seeing... Um, a few people have tagged me, so it's really nice seeing the kind bracelets be delivered and just get a bit of warmth and joy out of um, what you've created and what you can share. I love that. Is that the idea that we brainstormed on the innovation yeah. hub? Yeah. Oh, my God, you've already implemented it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the process. So I've got a couple, but they'll be coming out soon. Oh, that's so cool. So, so for the listeners, so we've, this makes me smile so hard. So for our members, we've been doing these innovation lunches every Friday with Julia who runs our brand consultancy and myself and Hannah was one of the people that always showed up. And then I remember that we brainstormed the kind presence and the stories. I love, I can't wait to hear more about how the stories unfold. This, that's so cool. I'm, I'm grateful that you're implementing that. What about any last piece of advice that you have for fellow business owners or people that are potentially even thinking about changing their business or starting a new business? Do you have any, any sort of advice for them? I think for me, it's something I've kind of said in my head over and over, but I don't think anything is wasted. Like no experience or project that you've done, any little thing is not wasted. I think you always learn from everything. And I definitely believe that creating a business is about absorbing knowledge along the way until you can get to the most successful space that you can be in. Uh, yeah. I love that. And you know what? I, I, where did I hear this, this similar sentiment, which I fully endorse to is even the worst experiences in our lives or in our businesses 
are sometimes things to be grateful for because they lead us to on a different path that we sometimes then realize, oh, this is why I had to go through this experiences so that I end up in a different and potentially better place. So that's pretty much yeah, you know, what you're what you're suggesting is just embrace even the, the the hardship and the failures which we all experience, especially now in in the current economy. I think a lot of businesses are going through hardship, and if we can embrace them and and adjust the business like you have done very quickly, there you will end up in a better place eventually. Yeah, definitely. Great point. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks again for sharing Thank your you, story and also your, your kind bracelets. If people want to check it out on social media and also your website, where do you want to send them? So uh, Instagram is aura underscore underscore studios and website aurastudios.com.au. Excellent. And we'll post it also in the show notes. And for you, the listeners, thank you so much again for tuning in. We will bring more entrepreneurial stories to you people that have changed something in their businesses that has helped them to adjust very quickly and to build goodwill with with their audience too and stories like hannah's will come to you in the coming episodes and as always thank you so much for tuning in can't wait to see you next time or hear you actually next time <laughs> thanks again to get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.